standing, please, if you would, take your Bibles tonight, go with me to the book of Hebrews, to a verse we've gone to many, many, many times, and uh, preached sermons from it, used it in sermon illustrations and points in my sermons, and uh, the time of message tonight is, why is church so important? Why is church so important? I think we saw that on the video tonight, and uh, souls being saved, and folks baptized, and life's being changed, uh, you know, uh, many, many in this room here, it, a few years ago, you wouldn't have thought about being in church on Sunday night, and uh, what God did, did in your life, and I just thank the Lord, to God be the glory, God be the glory, Hebrews chapter 10, verse 25, let's read together that one verse, you ready, not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together, as the manner of some is, exhorting one another, and so much the more as you see the day approaching. I, I know that, that verse, oftentimes people think, well, you know, you're a preacher, you believe that, but I, I believe that's not just for preachers, that's for all of us. And uh, there's something important, and so tonight, just speak to you just shortly, why is church so important? And let's ask the Lord to bless. Father, thank you again for this time tonight. My heart's just swelling inside. Lord, I'm just so, just so blessed by you. Please forgive me for grumbling and griping sometimes. When I look and I see the blessings that you've given to us all. Lord, thank you for being such a good, wonderful God tonight. and You have been all the way through. Thank you, Lord, that uh, we assemble here tonight with a group of folks that I love very much. And I know this, they love me too. Father, I just pray that we would together love you even more tonight than we ever have. Bless this time together now. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. You may be seated. Forty years ago, I, I, I say it a lot, but I, 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 just, I can't say it enough, how much we prayed and prayed about what God wanted for us and God's will. I always believed this and as a teenager to find God's will and then to do God's will. And uh, I, don't, I never believe that you do God's will for a time. I believe you do God's will forever. And as long as you're on this earth, you do, you follow God's will. And, uh, you know, sometimes preachers aren't at a place as long as what we've been here. I was thinking, I was talking to Ethan this morning, and uh, he was telling me his pastor, they're going to be celebrating their 50th anniversary of their church. And he has been the pastor for 50 years. And it's a good church, good church. I'd have to say, I never met the man, but I have to say a good man of God to stay 50 years. And uh, uh, I thought, uh, you know, uh, how important it is to be in God's will and do God's will. Sometimes God puts someone there in a place and implants them there. And, and sometimes he uses a man sometimes for a while and then moves someone else and moves that man someplace else. And I understand that. I know sometimes men go because it's a bigger church or more money or something like that, and they'll go for worldly reasons. But, uh, you know, I, 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 just, I just believe, you know, sometimes God puts somebody in a place and, they, and to stay there. And I, I really feel like that's what happened here. Uh, I mean, I'm willing to do whatever God wants, but uh, I just got a feeling he might just leave me here. And uh, for all these years, he has. And, and, but we prayed and prayed about what God would have us to do, and here we are 40 years later uh, at this uh, point in our, in our lives. And um, when, when, I was, 
when at the beginning of this, I knew there was a lot of churches that needed pastors. And I remember at college, they would tell us about different churches needs a pastor. But I never felt that that call there. I, I you heard me say I wanted to go to I wanted to go out west or go south. And and a man from Southern California talked to me. The first one interviewed me, and and he and I we just couldn't. His standards were not my standards, and I. I had to say, no, I'm not interested. I said, we don't, I don't think we'd work together. And, uh, and now I'm thinking, man, Southern California. That was before I realized it was communistic. And, uh, but uh, I, I mean, I, I thought, man, this is great. But I, I, really, I really prayed. And, and then, like I said, when my preacher preached that message, I, I just said, God, wherever you want me to go. And, uh, but I believe this. I believe that there, the, that, um, uh, there was a need. I saw the need. I, I knew there was a need in the area for a, a church that would follow the old paths. And for 40 years, we've tried to do that. Uh, it's not really hard to do because somebody has gone before us. There are many men of God and churches have gone before us and have gone those old paths and have beaten down the old paths where it's a path that's easy to see if you're looking for it. Uh, I'm, not, I'm not looking to make a new path. I want to stay on the old paths and, uh, because they've been proved and tri- tried and proved. But the real reason we started the church was because we believed there was a real important need for a church like this in this area here. And uh, because I believe this, church is very important. Uh, it's important in my life, and I know you say, well, that's where your paycheck comes from. I understand that. But, uh, you know, when we say goodbye to all family and, and friends that we knew forever and uh, came out here, it, it wasn't about how much money we'd make. In fact, I never went... Even as assistant pastor, where I went, I didn't know what I would get, and uh, I made less money as assistant pastor than I did when I was in college working at the factory. And uh, then we start, then uh, built up a little bit, and then we started the church here and start all over again. And uh, but you know, I, it's not been about the money; it's it's been about what God's desire was. And so uh, the we, we we decided to follow God's leading here and started the church. So I believe that church is important, and yet church to the world is not important anymore. Church attendance all around has gone down. Uh, there's some pockets, places that where they'll, 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 they've grown. There's some mega churches around. I understand that. A lot of it today, though, is, is uh, contemporary stuff and uh, just more of a, 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 a show than church. And uh, uh, I, I, I see the decline in church, and yet I'm not surprised by it. Uh, the Bible foretold that things would happen like this. The Bible said there would be a falling away, and we've seen that. We look, and I mean, I mean don't, don't you remember when, when the politicians, you never heard them cuss? Now, just every foul word comes out of their stinking mouth, say, man, you know, I mean, just makes me so mad. And I think, oh, what a world we live in today. And, and, uh, and I think such a falling away, and, uh, and, and we're right in the middle of it today, in that falling away. And uh, we now have what, we, what I would say a form of godliness. The Bible talks about that. And uh, uh, yet a form of godliness with little conviction and, and uh, holiness of life. And, you know, the Bible's still true, and the Bible still gives us the directions on how we're to live our lives. And uh, that's why we preach the Word of God. Sunday mornings, a lot of times, it does really well. And Sunday night drops down, and Wednesday nights drops down even more. And we're really blessed here. Our, our attendance stays pretty good. You know, Sunday morning, Sunday night doesn't drop a whole lot. And Wednesday nights, not a whole lot more either. And uh, I, that's a blessing. A lot of churches, they don't have it. And many churches today have quit having Sunday night and Wednesday night. 
And, uh, they, and, and some say this, some preachers like to try to be spiritual, and they say, well, we don't have Sunday night because we want our people to spend time with their families. Isn't this a blessing, spending time with your family tonight? I mean, to be able to be here with God's people and with our families, and, and uh, what, a, what a blessing that is. And, but the thing is that we're not to have church because we have so many people here. Because the Bible told us something. He said in, in, in Matthew chapter 18, verse number 20, he said, for, for where two or three are gathered together in my name, there am I in the midst of them. We've got more than that tonight, and so we know that God is with us tonight. But even if it wasn't any more than two or three, God would be in the midst. That's how important church is to God. God didn't say have church if you have a lot of people. He said you need to meet together. We need each other. I look in the Bible and I find the words, the house of the Lord's 213 times in the Bible. The house of God is found 87 times in the Bible. And there's other references like that, the reference of temple and tabernacle. And I began to think as I, I, was, I was thinking about this evening here about how important uh, things are. And I want to give you s- several things here tonight real quick about why is church so impar- important and I think it's so important because, number one, it's God's house. And God doesn't live here. When I say God's house, don't get me wrong, I don't believe that God's living here. And then when we leave, God will stay here. I believe that he's with us all the time. He made us the promise that he'll never leave us or forsake us. But this is God's. This building does not belong to me. My name is not on the title of this building. My, my name's not there. It's, it belongs to the Lord. And uh, if something ever, I, I know I've said this, but if something ever happened, and uh, we were not able to uh, uh, carry on with the church and close it down. Nobody in this room, we, none of us can have this building. It would have to go to a ministry that believes like we believe what our doctrinal statement says. We've got that all written down. It's all taken care of. This building doesn't, doesn't belong to me because I look at it this way. It's God's building. That's why I think we ought to take care of it. I think we ought to, we ought to treat it properly and uh, be thankful for the building God's given to us. But it's so important because, because we know that the time is coming, that our Lord is coming again. And we read in verse 25, not forsaking the assembly of ourselves together as a matter of some is, but exhorting one another. And the last part, and so much the more as you see the day approaching. What day is approaching? And that's the coming of the Lord. I'm looking forward to the rapture. That day is approaching. And God says, now, as we're getting closer to that, we need church. Because we know as it gets closer to him coming, the world is getting worse and worse. And we're like, why? It's getting so bad. How are we going to make it? Church is a place where we can come to and find what we need to help us spiritually. Why is it so important? Because I believe it's a place of rallying. We can rally together. How good it is tonight, Seth, that you mentioned too, the singing. How beautiful. I uh, listen to all the singing. I hear kids singing. That's a blessing. I've been to churches before where the kids all sat there looking at you like you were a zombie. Or they look like zombies. And they wouldn't even sing. And I look and I around here and I hear the children singing. And I see the adults singing. I see you lifting your voices up and what a blessing it is. And if you're not singing, you're missing a blessing. I'm telling you that right now. But I think it's a place of rallying. It's a, pr- it's a place also of relying when we're devastated. You know, many times we go through some difficulties, don't we? Many of, us, many of you in this room here have lost, in these 40 years, have lost some loved ones. Some of you dear ladies in here have lost a husband. I'll be honest with you, it has to be devastating. There's something we can find when we come to church, that there are some folks, they can't, we can't take the place of their husbands, but we can be a blessing to them and a help and be that 
church they can rely on. It's a place of renewing when we've sinned. And a man tell me, he said, you know, he was crying. He said, Pastor, he said, you know, I failed many times. He said, I, I, I got away from God several times. He said, but every time I came back, you welcomed me back. You know, that's the way we're supposed to be. It's a place where folks can come and find that renewing. It's a place where we can find revival when we've been defeated. I'll be honest with you, it's not always victories in our life. Sometimes it's difficulties. We sing the song, Revive Us Again. We thank the Lord that he's able to revive us. And many times we're revived by just sitting in a song service. I mean, you know, I was listening as the kids were playing the piano here tonight. And I don't know, I, it just did so much for me. I know I'm a grandpa, the kids, and, you know, they're my grandkids. And, uh, I, I mean, I, I understand that. But I, I, I enjoyed because they were doing it, but I enjoyed. And I was thinking about the music. Up at the songs. When we sang here this evening, here these songs, and I and I heard the, the kids on the front row singing those songs, and and I thought, man, how wonderful this is that they're getting it. I thank the Lord. Church is important because of the excitement. One blessing I get out of church is the excitement of God's people about being here. Amen. Most of you like being here, don't you? A couple of you maybe got drugged in here, you know, and dragged into church. But I think, you know, for the most part, we all just came in because we were excited about coming. I was looking forward to this because, you know, I knew this video would come and, and uh, I would see me with more hair. Amen. And, uh, oh, for those days, I'm going to Walmart and get me a wig this week. And, uh, but uh, toupee, I better not do it around here. The wind blows all the time. I'd be chasing it all the time. But uh, I, I think about the excitement. I, I read in Psalm 122, verse 1, I was glad when they said unto me, let us go into the house of the Lord. I'm glad when we can come to church. I look forward to it. I remember waking up in the, in the night uh, last night. I was so excited about today. And I'd wake up. I wake up about every hour or so. And I, I look. I have an alarm clock across the room there. I never use it. I just have it so it lights up and digitally gives me the time. And I look, and I sometimes I think, oh, only for a few more hours, a few more hours. And last night was one of those when I thought, well, it won't be long. And then when it was time, when, I, when it turned around 5 o'clock there, I, 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 I'm laying there awake, and I get up, and I think, well, this is it. It's Sunday. Well, there's something about Sunday. There's something about being able to go to church, the excitement of it. Like I said, I, I like it when the, to see the kids excited about it uh, this, this evening there in, in my office. And uh, uh, Elijah came in. And he has a little bag, usually has his cars in. And he said, Preacher, I don't have cars tonight. I said, What do you have? He says, Dinosaurs. I said, Oh, my. So he's pulling these out and he's telling me these names. How's that boy know those names? I mean, those names, they got words like that long. And that boy, he gets those names and he said, Well, this is this and this is this. And I said, Which one's the meanest? He says, Well, actually, they're pretty all mean. <laughs> I said, Are they? He goes, Yeah. He goes, Most all of them would, most all of them eat people. <laughs> so I said, well, I hope they don't eat me. And all of a sudden he goes, oh, I got to go. It's choir time. He's throwing, a, he's throwing them dinosaurs in and zips that thing up and off he goes to choir. You know, I like seeing the excitement. And, and it is exciting to be able to be in church tonight. And, and you're excited and I know why. Pizza. <laughs> the excitement of church. I was thinking... I put it in my notes, but it happened this morning. Uh, Deb said this to me uh, when she was walking out. She said, 
You don't realize how much you miss this place when you can't come. How much you need it. You know, she was out playing hooky the other day, saying she broke her arm. But you know what? And many of you have said that before. I said, Pastor, I just miss being in church when I was sick. You know, that's the way church ought to be. I look forward to being in this place, excitement. It's also an encouragement in God's house. Psalm 27, verse 4 says, One thing have I desired of the Lord, that will I seek after, that I might dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, to behold the beauty of the Lord and to inquire in his temple. I'm thankful for the encouragement we can get. Sometimes we go to church and you feel like, you know, you just, just don't know if you can go on. You find out that you can go on because of the Lord. Church ought to be a place of encouragement. That's why you go around and shake hands with people and greet folks because people have a rough time. Some folks are just downright lonely and just need a friendly face and a friendly handshake and just a, just a little conversation before service. It's a place of encouragement. The Bible said in Psalm 55, verse 14, says we took sweet counsel together. Well, thank the Lord for the sweet counsel we can get together. Where we can pay, you know, I, I, I saw uh, uh, this morning that uh, Griffin wasn't here. And uh, I've just been so blessed. He, he got saved, uh, oh, been some time ago now. And, and he just keeps coming to church on Sunday mornings and Sunday nights. And, and uh, he, 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 he said to me several things about how that he's glad that, that he got invited to church and glad that he got here and got saved. And he's been a blessing there. And he wasn't here this morning, so I texted him. And I said, Griffin, hope you're all right. Make sure you're okay. And he says, I'm, I'm, I'm not feeling well. I'm sick. And, and uh, uh, I said, uh, we'll, we'll be praying for you. And then he, he wrote back, thank you for reaching out to me. You know, some folks need some reaching out to. They just need somebody to care about them. And the church ought to be those people. It's a place of encouragement. It's a place that God loves. The Bible says in Ephesians 5.25, Husbands, love your wives, even as Christ also loved the church and gave himself for it. I think about it, God loves this place. And by the way, I do too. Amen. God loves this place. He, he, he loves the church. I believe it excited, is excited, more excited than I am watching people come to church is God when he sees God's people going to church. It's a place of worship. Psalm 5, 7 says, But as for me, I will come unto thy house in the multitude of thy mercy. In thy fear will I worship toward the holy temple. I'm glad it's a place we can worship God. It's all about him when we come here, isn't it? It's not about you and I. It's all about him. Although, what, did he do? what does he do? He uses the word of God for you and I. It's a place of preaching and teaching of the word of, God, of God's word. It's a place of preaching and teaching God's word. That's why we always open this book up. It's a place where we need to come and hear the word of God. You'll not find it on TV. you find it in the house of God. We need the preaching. We don't need to be in have an entertainment center, although there's some things entertain us. We're here to hear the preaching of God's word. We'll get more out of it than we'll get out of anything else. The Bible says in 1 Timothy 3.15, But if I tarry long, thou may, that thou mayest know how, how thou oughtest to behave thyself in the house of God, which is the church of the living God, the pillar and ground of the truth. The church ought to be preaching the truth. Let me tell you something. You're not going to have the truth unless you have a King James Bible. It got thy word is truth. And so you've got to have the right book so you can have the truth. It's a place of teaching and preaching God's word. And it's a place where God's people gather. I'm glad we can gather together. Uh, like I said, I'm always glad. I always watch for people coming. My wife and I are always the first ones here in the morning. And, 
and uh, I, I get things ready, get all the lights on, everything set, and uh, then I start watching. I start watching, and I look forward, and uh, I'm so glad that we can gather together, but that's what church is all about, gathering together. The Bible said, I read part of the verse, Psalm 55, verse 14, I read the rest of it now, says this, we took sweet counsel together, and listen to this, and walked unto the house of God in company. In company means together, together. We're able to go to church together. Now, we don't hang out together. You know, we, we, don't, we don't do a lot of the things together. Maybe some of you do. Families, of course, do. But, you know, we're, we, don't, we don't have a big bowling team for all of us. <laughs> we, don't have, we, don't, we don't have, you know, the volleyball teams in here. But we, we got each other. We come to church together. What a blessing it is to come together like that. Church is so important. It's a place where sinners are both sought and loved. You know, and I'm glad when folks come to church that are not saved because this is where they need to come. That's why we need, to, we, need to, we need to invite lost people to come to church so they can hear the gospel. It's a place where sinners are sought and loved. The Bible says in Luke 14, 23, And the Lord said unto the servant, Go out into the highways and hedges and compel them to come in that my house may be filled. You know, I think God wants, he wants us to fill up the house. A lot of empty spots, we can do some filling. If we would just invite people he said, go out on the highway and hedges and compel them to come in. You know, some of you had to be asked a lot of times. I think about Ryan giving his testimony. He's so stinking bullheaded. <laughs> Took forever to knock on his door. Almost had to put a rope on him and drag him here. But uh, now we can't get rid of him. But, uh, you know, what it took was somebody going to the door. You were naming the different ones in the church, Ryan, that uh, Daniel and, and Seth and Mark and somebody else went to, the, went to the door. Well, I'm glad they kept on going. And I got blessed. And all of us, they just needed someone to invite them. Uh, Gary was saying about listening to the radio. I'm, I'm so glad that he listened to the radio. I, I'm thinking, and how long ago was that? Yeah, I had just started on the radio then. Just started on it. And uh, uh, thank the Lord. Uh, I think the Youngs, you all came because of the radio too, didn't you? And they thought it was a rock and roll station, and here it was me. And, uh, <laughs> and uh, uh, well, I thank the Lord. You know, I mean, it just, it just took on a radio preaching some things and inviting people out. And, uh, you know, just, just thank the Lord. The church, that's why church is important. Also, it's God's instrument for world evangelism. Go with me to 1 Thessalonians chapter number 1. First Thessalonians chapter 1 verse number 6. The Bible says, And ye became followers of us and of the Lord, having received the word in much affliction with joy of the Holy Ghost. I'll tell you what, the word of God will bring you some joy. So that, when, that, so that ye were examples to all that believe in Macedonia and Acacia. Achaia. And from you sounded out the word of the Lord, not only in Macedonia and Achaia, but also in every place your faith toward Godward is spread abroad, so that we not to speak anything. These folks here just spoke the word of God, just told wherever they went. That's why we have missionaries. That's why we need to pray for our missionaries. That's why, that's why missionaries are on the field, because of local churches like this that support them. It's God's instrument for evangelism. It's a place where the word of God's preached, where people could be saved. Go with me to Luke chapter number 8, 
18, Luke chapter number 18. Luke chapter number 18, look at verse number 10. The Bible says, two men went up into the temple to pray, the one a Pharisee and the other a publican. The Pharisee stood and prayed thus with himself, God, I thank thee that I am not as other men are, extortioners, unjust, adulterers, or even as this publican. I fast twice in the week. I give tithes of all that I possess. Don't they sound like folks you run into out so winning? I'm glad I'm not like you. I think I'm going to heaven because I'm a pretty good person. This is what this guy was saying. Notice where they went, these two men. Verse 10 again, they went up into the where? The temple to pray. They went to church. This guy gets up in church and says, man, I think I'm, I'm, I'm better than everybody else. But thank the Lord there was somebody that went to the place there and he, something happened. Look at the next verse, verse 13. The publican standing, not the republican, the publican, all right, eh? Standing far off would not lift up so much as his eyes unto heaven, but smote upon his breast, saying, God, be merciful to me, a sinner. That's how you get saved. I tell you, this man went down to his house justified rather than the other, for every one that exalts himself should be abased, and he that humbled himself should be exalted. I'd have to say that this, this publican got saved at church. At church. It's a place where folks can, I tell you this, if you're here tonight and you're not sure you're saved, this is the place you can get saved. And get saved. I believe also it's a spiritual filling station. Second Peter four two preach the word be instant in season out of season reprove rebuke exhort with all long suffering and doctrine. You know I, I how many of you filled your car up one time with gas and that's all you had to do. You got to keep filling it up, don't you? But here's the thing: the reason you fill it up is because you use it. It gets you from place to place. We go to church. We get the word of God. To help us live for him. And then we come back because we need to fill the tank again. It's never ending. But thank the Lord that this Bible is never exhausted. There's always the fuel that we need. It's the spiritual filling station. That's why it's said in, in Hebrews, not forsaking the assembly of yourselves, of ourselves together as a manner of some is, but exhorting one another. That's why we go to church, not only to hear the preaching, but the encouragement. From each other. The last thing, go to Psalm 84. Psalm 84 and verse number one. I'm going to read you the, the psalm. How amiable are thy tabernacles, O Lord of hosts. My soul longeth, yea, even fainteth for the courts of the Lord. My heart and my flesh crieth out for the living God. Yea, the sparrow hath found a house, and the swallow a nest for herself. Where she may lay her young, even, thy, uh, even thine altars, O Lord of hosts, my King and my God. Blessed are they that dwell in thy house. They will be still praising thee, Selah. Blessed is the man whose strength is in thee. In whose heart are the ways of them who, passing through the valley of Baca, make it a well. The rain also filleth the pools. They go from strength to strength. Every one of them in Zion appeareth before God. O Lord God of hosts, hear my prayer. Give ear, O God of Jacob, Selah. Behold, O God, our shield, and look upon the face of thine anointed. For a day in the courts, listen to this, for in the day of thy courts is better than a thousand. I'd rather be a doorkeeper in the house of my God than to dwell in the tents of the wickedness. 
For the Lord God is a sun and a shield, and the Lord will give grace and glory. No good thing will be withheld from them that walk uprightly. O Lord of hosts, blessed is the man that trusteth in thee. You know what, he, what, what, what church is? It's a little bit of heaven on earth. A little bit of heaven on earth. You know, in heaven it's going to be God's people. Yeah. In heaven it won't be this old rotten world. And you know, when we come to church, we don't have to put up this old rotten world so much, do we? We still got this old nature, but how good it is to be with God's people, have a new nature. And what we can find, the word of God being brought forth. And so I believe tonight I gave you ten reasons at least there why church is so important. And that's why we've stayed here. That's why we started this. Because we believe church is very important. And it's not just about a job for me. It's, it's about a ministry. And I look there and I, I watch those pictures. And I, you know, sometimes you think, am I, ever doing, am I doing anything right? Do I, do I make a difference? You know, and, the, and that video really helped me realize something. You know what? We are doing something. We're doing something. You don't notice it because we're in the middle of it sometimes. But it's amazing. God brought us all together here this evening. I love you, and I appreciate you all so much. Let's just, like I said this morning, let's not wind down. Let's wind up and do more for him. And it'll happen when we start making and we keep making the house of God church important in our lives let's pray our father we thank you so much for this time again tonight i count a privilege to be here in front of these folks and bring the word of god i thank you for all these years you've allowed me to open this book and break the word of god with these 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 people lord i pray that and i know this we found help in the word of god the bible will help us all Lord, somebody's got to preach it, and I just thank you for the opportunity to do so. Lord, help us see the importance of church. Not just on an anniversary like this, but Lord, help us understand the reason we got to this anniversary was because we believe the importance of church. Thank you for all you do for us, all that we get out of times like this tonight. Our heads bowed, our eyes closed. I wonder tonight, if you died today, do you know you go to heaven? So preacher, you talk about heaven. Yeah, it's real. It's just real, more real than anything else you can think of. And there's a way for us to go to heaven. It's through the Lord Jesus Christ. I wonder if anyone here tonight said, Preacher, if I died right now, to be honest, I don't know I'm going to heaven, but I'd sure like to know that tonight. Preacher, pray for me. I'm not sure of salvation, but I'd like to know that. Would you slip your hand up, anyone tonight? Preacher, that's me this evening. Christian, tonight. You say, I know the Lord's my Savior ask you this how important is church to you let's let's make it let's let's really pray for it you know let's really pray and 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 ask god to help us i think this we get right with the lord that we'll be it'll be more important to us and god will use it to benefit our lives spiritually it'll help our families it'll help us maybe god spoke to your heart tonight the altar be open as always father bless the invitation I pray that you will be done now, and Lord, take what we've just said, Father, and just fit it to us all. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.